Welcome to the Weekly Bat. Welcome to the Weekly Bat for the week of January 31st, 2020. Starting off this week with some great news, Brave has won Product Hunt's Golden Kitty Awards for Best Privacy-Focused Product of 2019. Woohoo! Obviously, we couldn't have done this without your votes, so thank you to everybody who voted and to everybody who uses Brave. Onward and upward in 2020. Up next, Brendan Eich was on a simple cast called Random But Memorable by 1Password. The episode was titled Immortal Jellyfish Browser Rewards with Brendan Eich from Brave. Here's the episode description. Thinking of switching browsers? Join us as we sit down with Brendan Eich, CEO of Brave, to discuss the privacy-focused web browser and its revolutionary reward system. Matt also makes a terrible mistake, leading to a lonely birthday cake for one. Up next, Strange Parts from YouTube gave Brave a major shout-out slash endorsement on their YouTube channel earlier this week. Strange Parts has 1.59 million subscribers, so I think it's safe to say the shout-out reached a ton of people. Anybody who would like to check it out for themselves can get to the Strange Parts YouTube channel through the weekly BAT blog post. Next, let us sneak into your speakers while you're on your way to work, in transit, or wherever you like to listen to podcasts, because we're officially on Apple Podcasts. Yes, the Bat Community Podcast is now available on Apple Podcasts. Oh, and I almost forgot, we're on Spotify too. Yes! Next, you can watch our AMA live stream from earlier this week with Priyanka Murthy, co-founder and CEO of Access79, and Gina Daliwal, co-founder and CMO of Access79, featuring me and Luke from the BAT team as well. Access79 is changing the way you shop for luxury fine jewelry. Bridging the gap between shopping in-store and shopping online, Access79 is an innovative try-before-you-buy service for luxury jewelry. Their mission is to bring more transparency and technological innovation to an otherwise archaic and fragmented jewelry industry. To that end, they are actively incorporating data science, AI, and blockchain technology into their business model. Specifically, they've partnered with and invested in companies like Brave that are spearheading blockchain technology innovation and growing the community. I highly recommend watching the AMA if you can. We spoke to Gina and Priyanka for nearly an hour and a half, answered many of your questions, and also announced a number of giveaways for anyone interested in trying out Access79's service. They offered a 30% off coupon, and you can be entered into a draw to win a $500 gift credit toward any piece of jewelry of your choice. In addition, we'll also be giving away two pieces of bat jewelry that we collaborated on, and all you have to do to enter that giveaway is sign up for Access 79's mailing list. The specifics on how to enter each of the giveaways are covered in the AMA video, but also in the weekly BAT blog post, so be sure to check that out. Up next, in case you missed it, last week we did a Reddit AMA with Zach Prince, who is the founder and CEO of BlockFi. BlockFi is a crypto financial services company evolving the digital asset ecosystem by building traditional financial products, but for holders of cryptocurrencies. Link to the full AMA is in the weekly BAT blog post, of course. Before we move on, I just wanted to announce the winner of the BAT and Brave swag kit draw for participants in the BlockFi AMA. And the winner is, drumroll, 
Curious Titmouse. Congratulations! Keep an eye on your Reddit inbox for a PM from me, Crypto Jenny, about your prize. Big thanks to everyone that entered the giveaway and that partook in the AMA. Your questions make these events a whole lot more fun, so thanks. Brave Creator Spotlight, in partnership with Everipedia. Our first featured creator this week is Skackle. Voted the number one streamer on Theta TV, Skackle has made the move to Twitch and is growing rapidly. Skackle is a Toronto-based video game streamer whose video game obsession began as a youngster. Today, over 40,000 loyal fans follow him on the popular video streaming platform, Twitch. Skackle's Twitch channel is linked in the weekly bat blog post. If you're into gaming, go show him some love. Up next, Ryan Hollinger, the YouTuber that grew his following of over 486,000 subscribers by reviewing and analyzing horror films. Channel Description Taking your favorite and hated media and giving it some analytical context, especially horror stuff. I like making horror stuff. Is it just me or is the word horror so hard to say? (laughs) Client Updates This week, the dev channel progressed to version 1.4.73 and the beta channel progressed to version 1.3.105. Brave Team Tweets It's always great to support other projects. Brendan Eich tweets, I like both at Jared Dicker and at Arctic Tony and congratulate at TriScroll on their launch. Brave and Scroll will meet in the middle of the battlefield over user agency and embrace. I think this one will make a lot of people happy. At Brave Samson tweets, This will be a big year for sync. Customer service means engaging with your customers from all levels. Luke Mulks tweets, One of the many reasons I came to Brave, both our co-founders, Brendan Eich and Brian Bondi, along with many of my colleagues, are out here taking direct feedback, suggestions, and bugs in the open, on the daily. Open engagement is key. Here's Brendan Eich setting the record straight regarding the default settings in Brave Rewards. He says, Regulations require us to partner with an MSB, that's a money services business, uphold for adding and taking out funds. Default requires neither of those actions, though, if you let Brave Ads fund your top sites and channels. Then he goes on to say, We are working to reduce the friction for those who do want to self-fund with uphold. Hot topic! Finally, he talks about how mobile uphold is coming soon. He says, Brave Sync doesn't cover wallet yet. Mobile uphold coming soon. Sorry it isn't all there yet, but it will be. Attitude, adventure, advantage. Luke Mulks tweets, This is why working with Brave and Attention Token in these early days brings such a first mover advantage. With an adventurous attitude and a willingness to jump into new waters with an audience that is in control of their data, brands can begin making new discoveries. Next, Samson comes through with updates to the transparency report. Healthy growth, too. He tweets, I just added a 124k Brave-initiated bat purchase to the transparency report page. Growth over time is looking quite healthy. Bat and Brave in the news. This first piece is from CNET. Brave Browser voted the best privacy-focused product of 2019. Out of all the privacy-focused products and apps available on the market, Brave has been voted the best. Other winners of Product Hunt's Golden Kitty Awards showed that there was a huge interest in privacy-enhancing products and apps, such as chats, maps, and other collaboration tools. Next, another piece from CNET. If Chrome fixes privacy too fast, it could break the web, Google exec warns. But is it true? 
Brave CISO Jan Zhu says, we want to repair the privacy problems and the existing ecosystem in a way that no other browser has really tried. This next story is from Wired, the fractured future of browser privacy. In the 1990s, web browsers like Netscape Navigator and Microsoft Internet Explorer competed bitterly to offer the snazziest new features and attract users. Today, the browser landscape looks totally different. For one thing, Chrome now dominates, controlling around two-thirds of the market on both desktop and mobile. Even more radical, though, is the recent competitive focus on privacy, a welcome change for anyone who's gotten sick of creepy ad tracking and data mismanagement. But as browsers increasingly diverge in their approaches, it's clear that not all privacy protections are created equal. At the Usenix Enigma Security Conference in San Francisco earlier this week, developers, security researchers, and privacy advocates presented differing views on how browsers should protect their users against data abuses. In a panel discussion that included representatives from Mozilla Firefox, Google Chrome, Microsoft Edge, and Brave, all participants agreed that collaboration across the industry has driven innovation and helped make privacy a priority. But some browsers are taking a hardline approach, while others prefer to increase protections within the status quo. Up next, a story from Decrypt. This is the biggest argument for the Brave browser yet. Brave presents new evidence that suggests Google is actively violating EU regulations, allowing companies to share sensitive customer data with ad partners. Brave Software, the company behind the privacy-focused open-source Brave browser, has accused Google of secretly using a quote-unquote workaround to avoid adhering to strict European Union privacy regulations. Google is allegedly using hidden web pages, a mechanism called quote-unquote push pages, that scoop up and deliver personal identifiable data to advertisers, violating the tech giant's own publicly stated privacy policies, according to findings published by Brave on Wednesday. News you should know. This first story is from Vice. Leaked documents expose the secretive market for your web browsing data. An antivirus program used by hundreds of millions of people around the world is selling highly sensitive web browsing data to many of the world's biggest companies, a joint investigation by Motherboard and PCMag has found. Our report relies on leaked user data, contracts, and other company documents that show the sale of this data is both highly sensitive and in many cases supposed to remain confidential between the company selling it and the clients purchasing it. Here's another piece from Wired. Scraping the web is a powerful tool. Clearview AI abused it. Clearview AI, a secretive surveillance company, was selling a facial recognition tool to law enforcement powered by quote-unquote 3 billion images culled from the open web. Cops have long had access to similar technology, but what makes Clearview different is where it obtained the data. The company scraped pictures from millions of public sites, including Facebook, YouTube, and Venmo, according to the Times. To use the tool, cops simply upload an image of a suspect, and Clearview spits back photos of them and links to where they were posted. The company has made it easy to instantly connect a person to their online footprint, the very capability many people have long feared someone would possess. Up next, a story from PCMag. The cost of Avast's free antivirus. Companies can spy on your clicks. Avast is harvesting users' browser histories on the pretext that the data has been de-identified, 
thus protecting your privacy. But the data, which is being sold to third parties, can be linked back to people's real identities, exposing every click and every search they've made. Here's a story from EFF. Ring doorbell app packed with third-party trackers. An investigation by EFF of the Ring doorbell app for Android found it to be packed with third-party trackers, sending out a plethora of customers' personally identifiable information, or PII. Four main analytics and marketing companies were discovered to be receiving information such as the names, private IP addresses, mobile network carriers, persistent identifiers, and sensor data on the devices of paying customers. Roaring fans. As Merelda Colfax tweets, I've been using the Brave browser a lot more lately over Chrome and I'm slowly switching over. Clean, fast, and lots of privacy features. I loved it when I first downloaded it a few years ago and it just keeps getting better. Jalen Heidelberg from Reddit says, Wow, after using Firefox for the longest time, I finally moved over to Brave and am loving it so far. No need for an extension to block ads anymore. Crypto Tapas from Reddit says, Brave Browser has its positives over other competitors, which makes it our number one choice. Thank you for listening. If you like these podcasts, be sure to follow or subscribe to stay up to date with the Bat community.